Acts chapter 16. Today we're looking at the cost of preaching the gospel. Several years ago in Peru, during the insurgents of the terrorist group Shin Path, a Wycliffe missionary couple was traveling to show the Jesus film in the village. The, Jesus, the vehicle was intercepted by the terrorists, and they feared for their lives. Instead of killing them, however, the terrorists decided to seize the equipment, including the film projector. The husband boldly suggested that they might as well watch the film. Sometime later, a man contacted them to say that they had been among the terrorists who had robbed them. He told them that they were bored, so they watched the film several, seven times, and some became Christians through it. He came to apologize and tell the missionary of preaching and evangelism. Not every terrorist can withstand the power of the gospel. The story in Acts chapter 16, Paul and Silas had been having a successful missionary journey. You would think that because they were doing the work of the Lord and experiencing great fruit that blessing and blessings that nothing bad would happen to them. Unfortunately, this was not the case. Paul and Silas in prison. This is Acts chapter 16, verse 16. Once when we were going to the place of prayer, we were met by a female slave who had a spirit by which she predicted the future. She earned a great deal of money for her owners by fortune-telling. She followed Paul and the rest of, the, of us, shouting, These men are servants of the Most High, who are telling you the way to be saved. She kept this up for many days. Finally, Paul became so annoyed that he turned around and said to the Spirit, In the name of Jesus Christ, I command you to come out of her. At that moment, the Spirit left her. When her owners realized their hope of making money was gone, they seized Paul and Silas and dragged them into the marketplace to find place of authorities. They brought them before the magistrates and said, These men are Jews, and throwing our city into an uproar by advocating customs unlawful for us as Romans to accept and practice. The crowd joined in the attack against Paul and Silas, and the magistrates ordered them to be stripped and beaten with rods. About midnight, Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns to God, and other prisoners were listening. Suddenly there was a violent earthquake, and the foundations of the prison were shaken. At once the prison doors flew open and everyone's chains came loose. The jailer called for lights, rushed in and fell trembling before Paul and Silas. He brought them out and asked, Sir, what must I do to be saved? They replied, Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and you will be saved and your whole household. Here's a few sayings about prison. Truth will take you everywhere, even to prison. Number two, prison makes you a better judge of character. You pick up on people much faster. Number three, two men looked out out of the same prison bars. One sees mud and the other sees stars. The Bible has a lot to say about prison. In Luke 4, 18 and 19, it says, The Spirit of the Lord is on me because he has announced me to proclaim the good news to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim freedom to the prisoners and recover the sight for the blind, to set the oppressed free, to claim the year of the Lord's favor. Hebrews 13.3 says, Continue to remember those in prison as if you were together with them in prison and those who are mistreated as if you yourself were mistreated. What can we learn from this passage? First of all, Paul and Silas were on their way to a prayer meeting. People neglect the necessity of prayer of, atten of attending prayer meeting. On their way to a prayer meeting, God had a different purpose for them. That was to deliver a lady from demon oppression. Then she stood for God. Number two, we learn that the gospel should change your life. Verse 19 says, When her owners realized their hope of making money was gone, they seized Paul and Silas. 
She no, she no longer told their future predictions because her life was a different was different now. Number three, you can expect false accusations from people. Verse twenty says these men are Jews and are thrown out and are throwing our city into an uproar by advocating customs unlawful for us Romans to accept and practice. People who expose people who oppose the gospel often ex- oppose the truth. Number four, sharing the gospel may cost you something. Verse 22 says, And the magistrates ordered them to be stripped and beaten with rods. Sharing the gospel is no guarantee of a stress-free life. Number five, verse 25 says, After midnight, Paul and Silas were praying and singing, singing hymns to God. We should never miss an opportunity to share the gospel. Number six, the jailer called for lights, rushed in and fell and trembling before Paul and Silas. He then brought them out and asked, Sir, what must I do to be saved? Rejoicing in difficult situations is a way way of sharing the gospel, even without words. And in verse 31, they replied, Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and you will be saved, you and your household. God may have prepared, God may have people prepared to accept the gospel. Live your life so that it becomes a tool for the Lord can use to bring people to himself. Face persecution with a positive attitude and you will see results. Amen. Let's pray. Father, we realize that in sharing the gospel, we may get opposition from family members, from neighbors, from people in town. We pray that you'll help us to stand strong and true with the gospel and be reliant upon your Holy Spirit to lead us clearly as we share the gospel. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen.